welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Count Creepy Heads, Saturday Morning Monster Mash, episode 59, now recording. How's everybody doing? Pretty good. Full of bees. Ah, bees. I went to a birthday party this weekend, mm-hmm. and um, how do I word this? You know, like, you have a get-together, it's like a family birthday party for a kid, and if you're not, like overflowing with cash which nobody is you have it outside mm-hmm. yeah and you just deal with it but lately all these birthday parties i've been going to there's just been fucking bees everywhere <laughs> and it ruins the party and then like the only thing you can do is spray bug spray but then you're getting all the guests spray with bug spray mm-hmm. i'm sorry that's my fault i called the candy man <laughs> well i heard through the grapevine that the devil's lettuce attracts bees is that true? Uh, if it is, that is news to me. Um, apparently, if you have males with uh, male lettuce, it attracts bees. This this was the urban legend I was told. Um, and there was somebody in the neighborhood who uh, has a garden, and it was attracting bees. And then the bees were noticing that there was sweets because it was a kid's birthday party. And they're just having like a party, and <laughs> I um, a bee they got went, high and got the munchies. A bee went behind my glasses, so between my glasses Oof. and my face. Oh god! And I understandably freaked out, and all I could think to do was smack my face. So I punched myself to try to get the bee away from my face, <laughs> and it sucked. The bee didn't sting I mean, me. The I bee wish was it... just like, "See you later, man." And I punched myself in the face. I wish I could say I haven't done something like similar, but I I totally have. Um, So, yeah, save the bees, but don't save them if they're at a birthday party. That's all I'm saying. Or, like, it's okay to just say, hey, my backyard's full of bees. Just leave the gifts on the porch. I'll give you a slice of pizza. Bye. You know what I mean? Just that, you know, that might not be a terrible thing. The kids just want the toys. Really, nobody wants to get stung by bees. Did you at least scream, Gah, the bees, the bees, and start smacking your face? I, what did I say? Holy fucking fuck. <laughs> ah, that's and, good enough. Well, I punched myself in the face at um, <laughs> a birthday party. So there's like, I'm always excited when there's a kid if within my orbit that I can buy action figures for. Yeah. So we got the invite to this birthday party, and... Uh, the mom sent out a message that um, this birthday party child, I won't say names, is into Spider-Man toys. But he only has two. So immediately my ears perk up like he only has two. 
and it was just two Spider-Man. So then immediately I'm like, I got it. Don't worry. He'll be all set by the time I'm done. And I basically just all that stuff that I bought for charity that never happened. I just had like Bend and Flex, Avengers Max Strike, old Congo apes because I have extras. Uh, I basically gave him like two giant bags full of toys. Nice. But Hell yeah. The downside of that is everybody else, everybody else's gifts sucked. You know, like he got clothes and he got bubbles, but he was just like Transformers, but it wasn't Transformers. It was um, the Landard mech suit that came with the Aliens toys. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like that kind of stuff and Mysterio and Black Spider-Man. And he's all into like posing them and keeping his little brother from touching him because he'll break them. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, this kid's going to he's going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what's going on, you guys? Yeah, not much. Just yeah. working. Feeling better? Uh, still still dealing with a little bit of the fatigue and the brain fog, which is not fun. But uh, that's been a problem at work because phone numbers that I have known for 22 years have been slipping. You know, it's weird. It's like you're looking for that information in your head. Mm-hmm. And it's just not there. Yeah. And you're like, wait a second. I know I know this. What the fuck? And then it's it's just gone. It's been it's been fucking me up for the last few days where it's like, you know, I'll go to dial a number and I'll realize halfway through the number I'm dialing it completely wrong. <laughs> and I'll have to like hang up and start over. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's just yeah, I'm still not 100 percent. Yeah, I forgot all my computer passwords. Yep. Uh, that was a problem. Um, I had that like you mentioned it, like just the fatigue came back and it came back. I was just I was having a normal day. And then all of a sudden I was like, it was eight o'clock and I wanted to go to bed. Yep. <laughs> I was just like, oh, COVID. Fuck. <laughs> it. Yeah, it has not been not been fun. But uh, if, for whatever reason, my wife is doing fine. Jess did not get hit nearly as bad as me. Um, so it's like, I don't know, like there are definitely varying levels that people deal with. Um it's, you know, not going to be the same for everybody, but it ain't no joke, man. It sucks. So, you uh, know, be careful out there. So, Josh, little birdie told me that you're sculpting. sculpting yes, things. I am. I've been I've been sculpting up a storm. Well, not not as as much of a storm as I used to. I will say that because I'm still, you know, finding finding a new groove. But, uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of sculpting, not only. Not only have I been working on the creep pretty consistently and getting him to a happy place, but uh, I've also pulled out some old sculpts. Uh, some of the, uh, if you've been following Pikmin's for a while, you may or may not have heard of the Overlords, uh, the outdated Overlords. Mm-hmm. See, it's it's been so long, my brain is foggy. <laughs> uh, but I've pulled out the sculpts for those, and I've started tweaking those, and. Uh, and I've started working on a brand new creature feature figure, uh, which at this point is just very, very rough shapes. But, uh, yeah, a new creature feature is happening. So I'm not going to ask for spoilers. I like the surprise. But I will ask it's... you this. How much money do you think I should set aside for the <laughs> month of October? Because, you know, uh, COVID, inflation, shipping costs. At uh, I'll be honest. At most, October will probably only have one release, so we're not gonna we're not gonna be getting too crazy. Okay. 
Um, that's All I'm right. gonna I'm gonna guess in the thirty dollar, thirty to thirty five dollar range. I'm gonna s- just make some wild assumptions because I've been a, a customer of yours for a few years now. Let's say whatever you make, I want to buy. Um, it's not Uncle Impy, but let's just as an example, I'm gonna say it's an Uncle Impy. So you're going to release your standard Uncle Impy, but knowing you, you're going to be like, hey, I got this mold. Let me make some crazy colorways, which always sucks me back in. So whatever you're making is going to have like glow in the dark or weird like leftover resin, test shots, you name it. So you're saying 30. I'm just going to guesstimate 90 plus. Or you're going to do, like, your Halloween grab bags of whatever the hell it is, and I'll get sucked in again. <laughs> because I can't well, help myself. Well, see, Mike does have, obviously, uh, a little insight into into what I've been thinking. And let's just say the the first new creature feature entry is um, a, a little different than something we've done before, because it's going to be a, a totally unique shape. Yep. Okay, I'll be surprised with the rest of us. I'm just going to say it's the I color will... out of space, half mom, half son monster. <laughs> that would be fun, but <laughs> oh, man, yeah, it would be. Now I'm thinking about that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good first one back. But uh, I think before before all that, I think we will likely see uh, a log. Woohoo! Who doesn't love log? Everybody loves log. I love log. I heard kids love log. All kids love log. I've heard lonely single moms love log. <laughs> oh, don't. There, there's a, spe- uh, a special type of log. <laughs> the log next door. <laughs> the pizza delivery log and boy log. Table <laughs> <laughs> boy log. Table boy log. <laughs> See that's I, that's where uh, that's where Dick Wood comes in. Yeah, <laughs> this log heard your pipes were clogged. It's a brown chicken, brown cow log. I, I feel like we may have just stumbled upon something, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I I think you may be right. <laughs> yeah, I I just think pool boy log is uh, something special. <laughs> log Holmes, log Jeremy. I, I kind of think pizza delivery log is pretty. Pretty damn funny too. <laughs> I heard it. Wait, 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 uh, what is it? What's the movie with uh, Patrick Dempsey? Oh, it's the extra anchovies. Yeah, yeah um, like, Lover Boy. Love. Yeah, like I heard you ordered a pizza with extra log or extra wood. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Every every time I think I'm getting away from the log, something pulls me back in. Extra wood. Um, <laughs> it's the extra wood. It's the wood that makes it good. <laughs> so let me check my notes. Um, Mike, Boogman's Closet. What's yep, coming yep. up that our listeners should look for and know about? Uh, well, actually, uh, it's on the feed right now is episode 155, Slaughter High, which uh, I got to say. I think it's a really good movie. It's I love it. Um, but that is definitely one of my favorite episodes of ours 
uh, in the last couple of months. Like it, it was just a very fun time recording that one. And then uh, we'll be recording Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon uh, later this week. So next week that'll be out. I need to watch that again. I've been kind of on a, um, either I haven't watched it and I'm ashamed of myself or I need to give them a second chance. I'm kind of like chipping away at things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did I just recently watch? The This Island Earth. Which, oh, yeah, Metaluna. I know the Metaluna mutant, mutant, but I've never <laughs> fully watched the movie. And I felt ashamed of myself. It's like you're a horror movie fan. And it's like this big universal entry that's been like missing. Um, that's a fun movie, too. Like, I, that, was, that was one of those movies I remember watching with my sister when I was little. It like gets a bad rap because um, Mystery Science Theater did it for their movie. But it's not a bad movie. No, it's. Very good, actually. It's fucking goofy 50s sci-fi. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I liked it a lot. It had that great, like, Mike, you always love the I'm a normal character thrown in this crazy circumstance. Mm-hmm. And I was noticing, like, because of the runtime, they couldn't do it. But it had all these, like, great plot ideas that they had to move on from to keep amping up the crazy sci-fi-ness. Mm-hmm. But you have... You know, the smartest people in the world are locked in this compound. They don't know why. There's like an evil overlord on the TV that's shooting lasers at them. They try <laughs> to escape. They get blown up. Then they end up on planet Metaluna. It, it's just stupid fun. There's like a cat that has psychic powers. Ants with pants. Come on. Yep. How can you not like the movie? Like, it's so much no, fun. <laughs> it's great. And they have like these really great head prosthetics to get these guys like big brains or it's just people like me and they shave their foreheads i'm not sure <laughs> i i will say um it, you know the more we talk about this the more i'm tempted to pre-order that super seven metaluna mutant i brought it up because i'm gonna talk about it um <laughs> man it's been a long time since i've seen that and yeah suddenly i want to rewatch it it's mm-hmm. the only place i could find it other than just buying it on amazon it's playing on youtube there's like a full version um which is where I caught it. Uh, Mike, Raised by Reynolds? Um, oh, what's coming up with Raised by Reynolds? Yes. Uh, we actually are bringing back our uh, little shorter episodes. Uh, it's funny, I say shorter, but I think this first one is actually pretty damn long. Um, we are introducing a new segment, not just the rental rants, uh, but we have other short uh, episodes like ones where we excitedly gush about things we like, and we're calling it Super Gushers. <laughs> <laughs> because it's fun. <laughs> oh boy. I think I've seen a movie called that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's one that I don't think you can review on the Boogie Fans Closet. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I'll have to uh I'll have to send you guys the, the photo that I did or the drawing I did for the uh the logo. Um but yeah, it's uh it was a really fun episode. We just talked a lot about stuff that uh you know, kind of like giving things a chance. Um, you know, dig through those quarter bins, you know, try that cheap, crappy movie, you know, it, you, you'll, you're, you'll be surprised what you find. Um, and then we uh, we just improved our 21st episode, which uh, we're co- we're finally covering Revenge of the Nerds. Now, I, I have a question for you. OK. Uh, is is your logo? Uh <laughs> Does it bear any similarity to the Lego minifigure walnut? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> for for those listening and wondering, 
there is a recent series of Lego minifigure blind bags, and one of them is a nutcracker. And it comes with a small disc piece that is supposed to be a, a walnut, but it sure don't look like one. It looks like a clam. It, um, it looks like a Lego pocket pussy. So, I was going to say, when, he's, when it's in the Lego hand, it looks like a flashlight. Josh, yeah. let me ask you a question as our resident master of Legos. Yes. Is it possible to build a Lego person with a stud crotch piece? Uh, I don't think so. I think it would okay. be very difficult. I think the best you could do is take something like one of those like uh, tails. Yeah. And flip it around. But even then, the positioning would probably be off. Just curious, not like I wanted to make a Lego with an exposed vagina or anything. <laughs> um, you know, just just for science questions and stuff. Um, also that, is a, like, that is a scientific study that should be done. That's right. Uh, I'd also like to mention Jerry's Closet. Uh, you know what? If you, you want a fun day trip, I suggest you go to Jerry's Closet and then hit up the Fisher-Price store. Get some new Masters of the Universe stuff. Uh, which is like one of the only places locally where they popped up. I'm going to find out tomorrow if they're there or not. Um, but Jerry's Closet. I mean, do you like books? Do you like games? Do you like action figures? Do you like adult reading material? Do you like little pewter dragons and stuff? Do you like a bucket of swords? She's got it. <laughs> um, I've heard through the grapevine that she bought out and a science class, so she's got things in jars of formaldehyde, too. Nice. Or just ask. Maybe I'm wrong. Don't shoot the messenger. Maybe it's wishful thinking. But I think if anybody had that to buy, it would be Sam at Jerry's Closet. So uh, stop on down. Ask her. Maybe she'll just, you know, find somebody cut their foot off, put it in a jar, and let you buy it. Just saying. <laughs> um, I had my favorite, other than art class, which is probably all of our favorite classes in high school. Am I getting oh, yeah. that right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. My favorite class, I barely passed it, but I had biology class. And our science teacher had a wall of things in jars. And I couldn't pay attention because I was constantly staring at, like, there's a brain. There's a fetal thing. There's this thing. I, I don't know what that is. It's in a jar, and you could smell the formaldehyde constantly. Mm -hmm. um, but I was just obsessed with staring at, like, a baby stingray or, like, a hand. Like, he just had, like, things that made no sense for a high school class were in jars on this back wall. Mr. Sullivan, I'll never forget him. Um, and he was always sick of my shit. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like most high school biology teachers i was just gonna say that's like every science teacher ever yeah he was he was a cool guy um so guys i have changed up the formatting a little bit today because sometimes we run long with show and tell or the news and then we get to the end and it just paced a little weird so i'm gonna do our fun break segment now and then we're gonna jump into show and tell which runs long. Mm -hmm. We'll do another fun segment. And or we're going to do the news and then we're going to have some discussion. We're going to wrap things up and then we're going to scoot. Alrighty. Sound good? Sounds good. Yes. Do you guys like games? Of course. I like games. Would you like to play? I, I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There's a kid that likes the corn. 
<laughs> it's corn. It, it's a big you lump read with my socks. mind. <laughs> Would you guys like to play Nation's favorite game? What's in my ass? <laughs> sure. What's inside your butthole? What's inside your butthole? I always want to know. That means yes. Yes, I'd like to play. What's in your ass? I'm your host, Rusty Colon. And we're going to play a game where you guys pick the topic and then you get to guess what's up my ass. <laughs> I'll give you fun little hints. And you guys can use the power of deduction to guess what's up my pooper. <laughs> Does that sound fun? Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, let's meet our contestants. Over here, we've got Mike. I hear you a 42-year-old artist, father, indeed. and medical technician. You're also <laughs> born with 11 toes. How's it going, Mike? <laughs> Pretty good. That's great. And let's meet our other contestant, Josh. You happen to be illiterate, and you're not, you're not allowed to be within a thousand feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. Josh, how's it going? It's okay. All right. <laughs> Josh, I'll let you pick our first topic. Are you ready? I'm going to give you six choices, and then you're going to have to guess what's up my shitter. Give me them topics. We've got movies, sports, <laughs> history, music, potpourri, or food. I'm going to have to pick potpourri. All right, guys. You just chime in if you got a guess. Are you ready for your first hit? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Spread those cheeks. It needs an electrical power source. A <laughs> uh, Glade plug-in? Holy sweet fucking Jesus. <laughs> Mike, that's amazing. <laughs> you guessed it in one try. <laughs> potpourri was literal potpourri, and I have a Glade plug-in. That's right. It's called Ocean Breeze, and... Earlier today, I shoved it up my ass. <laughs> you plugged it in. Now, I'm going to pull my pants in, down. I'm going to scoot over, and you can pull it out, and you get to keep this consolation prize a slightly used, very warm Glade plug-in. The uh -oh. light bulb might be broken. Oh, goody. Scoot, 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 scoot. <laughs> you cut your nails, right? <laughs> Indeed. Oh. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to call that move the boot scootin' boogie. <laughs> All right. Potpourri's off the board, but Mike, because you're the winner, you get to pick the next topic. We've got food, music, history, sports, or movies. Uh, I'm going to go with movies. All right. Are you guys ready? This one's a tough one. I'm ready. <laughs> ready. Here's your first hint. 1993. Clueless. Wrong answer, you fucking moron. <laughs> Mike, do you have a guess? Um, white men can't jump. Wrong again. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to give you another hint. AIDS. 
Philadelphia. Did that come out in 1993? I have no idea. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> Josh? Uh, um, 1993 in AIDS on my ass. Uh, what? What <sighs> is Cool Runnings? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Dougie Fresh is not up my ass. Are you guys ready for another hint? Yes, please. Yes, indeed. Bow and arrow is your hint. Bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. That's it. That's a three. And AIDS. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Wrong again, you... Robin Hood, Men in Tights? No. (laughs) Fuck. No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got a Hot Shots Part 2. Bingo. (laughs) I was trying to figure out how... When a a chicken dinner, there's a used VHS copy of Hot Shots Part 2 up my prostate. Oh, now, my. I don't have an eject button. Good luck getting that tape out. <laughs> I guess I'm rooting around in there, huh? Scoot, 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 scoot. I'm just going to mash my thumb in my belly button and hope this tape ejects. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for playing round one of What's Up My Ass. Holy crap. I'm your host, Rusty Colon, and we'll be back later. Can Josh dethrone the reigning champion, Mike, who's winning two to nothing? Tune in to find out. (laughs) Oh, my God. I could not for the life of me figure out how AIDS worked in with bow and arrow. And then I remembered the Hot Shots part due cover with the Well, you know, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. (laughs) Tiger blood. (laughs) Maybe he's HIV can, positive. I don't know. Yeah. That I was not expecting that. What's up my ass? Okay. All right, guys. Uh, show and tell time. I will start. <laughs> well, today. I think we already know what your show and tell is. <laughs> <laughs> it's my ass. The, the Glade oh. plug-in and Hot Shots Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't get much. Because I spent a ton of money buying the final three Aliens figures, the UK exclusives, mm-hmm. on the 10-inch backers, which are like the vintage-style card backs we all know and love, with the square bubbles. Because there's different versions where they have a bubble that conforms over, like, uh, fits over the figure perfectly, like a vacuum seal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't fit. It just looks weird with the other American releases. So I got those. Um, and I opened up all the GameStop stuff that I bought, and uh, Overkill is a very, very crappy toy. Oh, that sucks. He weighs like, like he weighs nothing. He's all hollow plastic. Um, you feel like if you just pulled a little bit, you're gonna pop an arm off, or like he'll break in half. He's very, very cheap. Um, cheap to the point where like he's not worth fifty percent off currently. He's like a five dollar toy. Oh, yeah, that like. He looks okay standing there, but you don't move him. Don't yeah. play with him. I mean, yeah, I guess the old overt kill was hollow too, but he's got no heft to him. It's just very weird holding him. 
Uh, same thing goes with the giant from uh, The Witcher. So I got the bloody see, GameStop edition. See, the thing with Overkill was, though, even with the vintage one, it, like the torso was hollow, but it was because he could launch his head. Yeah. Well, that was the first release because there was a couple of them. Uh, the the one I always really liked was the manga Overkill, uh, where he was like that weird. I don't know how to describe him. He, he looked like a Gundam if it was made out of human parts. Yeah, <laughs> it was just really weird. And then there was the giant Overkill that they released. It was the big boxed one. I think that would that was late in the line, but I think that's the one that that you're thinking of, Mike. That was very like it it was very hollow inside. But it was that one felt sturdy. Yeah. I mean, but that was also like more of a statue than an action figure. And um, just, and he had the great hand attachments, you know, he had like the drill bit. Mm -hmm. He was fun. Uh, but what do I know? tell you that that Lego minifigure has a hand attachment? Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, Josh. I heard you got Masterpiece Blackout. So, I'm, I'm literally, I'm holding him up to Ruth right now. Like, showing showing her the, uh, the one of the blast effects that he comes with, and just his general heft. So, I'll, I'll start with that one, because it's, it's definitely the, the highlight. Uh, for those of you that might not know, I have a special place for the movie Transformer Blackout. Um, a lot of the movie designs I can give or take. Because mm -hmm. they all look like a mishmash of robot parts. But for some reason, like, regardless of the rest of the first Transformers movie, uh, the first live action one, that moment at the very beginning of the movie, when the helicopter flies in and transforms and takes out the base. Yeah. That was proof of what a Transformers movie could do, regardless of how the rest of the movie wound, wound up being. But, uh, and because of that, I've always had kind of a special place for blackout and the original toy of blackout was crap. It was just utter crap. Uh, so I was really excited when they came out with the Studio Series 1. And I got it. And it's a really nice robot. And the helicopter is completely hollow and open on the underside. And it leaves a little bit to be desired. Mm. Uh, the Masterpiece Blackout, I cannot ask for a better Blackout. I don't think there will be one that can transform. It's just, it's just crazy. Um it's almost third-party level engineering just from the way everything flips and compacts and it it almost seems like black magic at points because there there are sections that are just like what uh in very satisfying transformation very complex i don't think i will remember it uh, but one of the best things about it is the the big arm rotor blade. Mm -hmm. That actually has a slight transformation to it and plugs into the regular helicopter blades and completes them. Oh, that's cool. 
So, like, even that is part of the transformation, and the back of the helicopter opens up, because it's, like, a completely enclosed helicopter mode. Uh, and the back of the helicopter mode opens up into a ramp that scor- stores the masterpiece Scorponok that comes with it. Which is just, you know, a little, little tiny robot scorpion, but it's still fun that they include it. Uh, man, it's, it's, I really thought I was done with the movie masterpieces until they had announced Blackout. And I've been kind of on the fence with him, but, uh, I tracked one down today at a target because they had him on clearance for like 40 bucks less than retail, which is still expensive, but Hey, I'll take 120 over 160. Right. Um, and honestly, just from the amount of die cast that use that's used in him, he's worth it. Like he feels like a brick, especially in helicopter mode. Like I could use this to bludgeon someone. That's a sign of quality when you can kill a man with a toy. <laughs> and and I think most of the panels would stay in place because everything actually has a tab and locks into place. Nice. Uh, it's for as as complex as it is. I wish it were a little less complex, but goddamn, is it impressive. Uh, I also grabbed... Uh, sorry, I'm blanking on the name. Uh, the... Scourge. Sorry, I wanted to call him Nemesis Prime. But this one is actually Scourge from the Velocifer Online. Oh, okay. I was kind of um, confused for a second. Yeah, it's it's prime, but in black, teal, and pink. Yep. And, man, I gotta say, I really misjudged that, especially because a lot of the early reviews were saying that it was a heavy retool of Earthrise Prime. Mm-hmm. It only uses his upper thighs with the little fold-out, like, gas can parts. Yeah. That's it. That's the only part it shares with Earthrise Prime. Everything else is either new or very, very, very heavily retooled to the part, point that it's unrecognizable. Um, and he's fun. The colors are garish. Uh, I really love it more than I expected to. But again, I also got it on clearance. It was stuck in the clearance aisle of my Walmart. And my Walmart apparently has a new policy. Okay. My closest Walmart, at least. Where um, if you see something in front, like in one of those like middle of the aisle islands yeah. or stuck in clearance and there are multiples of it, take a picture, bring it to customer service and they will adjust the price. Ooh. Oh, yeah, most stores don't do that. So, uh, I did that with, uh, with scourge because the entire case of scourge was sitting in clearance and I was like, Hey, I don't know what this should ring up as, but it's ringing up full price and it's over in the clearance section. And the uh, the woman was actually surprisingly nice and was just like, well, let's do something about that for you. Now, That's what about this target, awesome. this crazy target you were mentioning? Now, the target is where I got the Masterpiece Blackout. Uh, let okay. me first first run through my other, uh, other show and tell because sure. they're very brief, but they're amazing. I also got the WWE Superstars Undertaker and uh, Ultimate Warrior. Sorry, I'm... I, I feel like I have a brain fog today and I don't know why. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I got Ultimate Warrior and Undertaker. They're both amazing. This line is so damn good. 
Wish it were a little bit less expensive, but I appreciate that it comes with more uh, than most of the Origins figures do these days. So, you know, it's got cloth goods or soft goods. It's got multiple hands. It's got an accessory. It's got a lot of paint apps. So I guess I can excuse the $20, but uh, I really like them. They're really great. I also got Mummy Mikey in the mail. Nice. And I fucking love him. He's probably the most simplistic of all of the Monster Turtles so far, but that is just the nature of the mummy as well. Mm-hmm. So I can't fault them for that. Like, they, they really did everything they could. He's got cool hieroglyphics on his shell. I love him. That that alternate face is amazing. Um, so this target I went to, now to jump back, because that's, that's pretty much the rest of my show and tell, uh, other than a PS5, which... Holy crap, I love it. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing else to say there. So I went to Target knowing that they had this movie masterpiece blackout and that he was marked down to some degree. But I couldn't get a solid read on what the markdown was. Uh, and it's uh, actually it's it's probably up closer to uh, to Josh Strasberg because it's mm-hmm. the Flutterville Target. Oh, OK. So I, I trekked up to Pflugerville, which isn't terribly far. It's about uh, 20 to 25 minutes. Uh, but still, out of my like my normal targets are 5, 10 minutes away at most. Mm-hmm. So to make a 25-minute trek just for a target, not even knowing what the price was, already I was just like, I'm taking a gamble here. It's a super target. So it's like, it's one of those massive targets. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't have two entrances, has three. Oh, damn. So I go in one of these three entrances. And I get back to the toy section. And the first thing I notice is it's laid out like a maniac has laid it out. And there is no rhyme or reason to the way it's laid out. Uh, the aisles are like out of order. There's like, it has one of those side displays with like the Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, there's an aisle of Lego and then there's an aisle of girls toys and then there's an aisle of Lego and then there's an aisle of hot wheel. And like, it it makes no sense. So straight off the bat, the layout is fucking me up. But then I get to the, the aisles I'm interested in the action figure aisles. The first one I turn down and it's mostly empty. Like, the pegs are there, price tags are there, but there's nothing on the pegs. Except small, small outcroppings of figures. I should have taken a damn picture. But I was just so bewildered by the whole experience that I was I didn't even think of it. Uh, price tags for Fortnite, no Fortnite there whatsoever. Like, nothing. No Halo, nothing. Uh... Right across the aisle from that is the Transformers, and they have movie masterpiece blackout. It is a normal spot, but clearanced. Four of the Titan class Energon Metroplex. Oh, wow. The entire new wave of Legacy, Studio Series, and Core class. All the new G.I. Joe reactions. No... G.I. Joe classified at all. At all. Not even like peg warmers. 
they weren't stuck on an end cap. I checked the end caps. <laughs> I was in this target for a while exploring, being like, am I missing something? Um, got to the next aisle over, and it's the same damn thing. It's mostly empty, but there are small outcroppings of things that are either really hard to find or generally desirable, like full new wave of Black Series, full new wave of Vintage Collection, no other Star Wars items, no no uh, Micro Galaxy Collection, no roleplay stuff, no masks, no typical Target stuff, like none of the plushes, nothing. Just like single peg of the all-new Vintage Collection, single peg of the all-new Black Series. Turn around, there's the Masters of the Universe section, which has two pegs. One has two Sun Men and two Anti-Eternia He-Man. One has two uh, Mantana, two Pighead. That's it. What the hell? Get back to the NECA section. Get back to the NECA section, and it's stocked with, like, every new Ninja Turtle you can imagine. Uh, All of the Gargoyles, including Hudson, who, as far as I knew, had only hit, uh, hit Walmart so far. It, like, they were well-stocked on all of the things that you would normally consider, like, collector bait or really hard to find. Mm-hmm. And nothing else. Weird. And it was mind-boggling. It was mind-boggling to walk down these mostly empty aisles and have, like, a single peg full of hard-to-find stuff. And it, it really just, like, it threw me for such a fucking loop. That I I had my masterpiece figure in my hand, just walking around like, I'm not even looking for anything, but I got to finish exploring this shit, because what is going on? (laughs) And I've been in that target before, and I guarantee it wasn't like that, but it was was a trip, because I don't think I've seen anything like that uh, ever. Just the vast emptiness of the aisles in general but the single pegs full of really hard to find things. And if you go there tomorrow, it's probably all gone. Yeah, I I go tomorrow and it's just like completely stocked up with all of the peg warmers again. All the hard find stuff is gone. (laughs) It's like it never happened. It's the sister store of that Walmart that we could never find again. Oh, that Walmart was amazing. (laughs) Uh, Quick question. The, the, uh, the prime, uh, what was his name again? I forget. Uh, Scourge. Scourge. How is the articulation with those giant, uh, shoulder cannons that he has? Yeah, I was going to ask the same thing. The arms are actually not attached to those shoulder things, so it barely affects them. Oh, okay. Cause ever since uh, I saw the pictures of them, I was really curious about that. They, they literally sit, uh, they are on hinges so they can move around, but they sit, uh, kind of above his arms. And there's a little cavity with a flap on the front, so uh, so it doesn't. It's made specifically to not hinder the arms. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I'm I'm really surprised at how much I like it. If you can get it for under fifty, get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I definitely wouldn't spend full price for that. Like, because it's not one of the ones that's high up on my list. But he's he's definitely cool. Like, it's something that and caught my attention. 
And he's really unique, and his light piping works great. It's a damn shame more guys don't have, like, actual functioning light piping like that. Mm-hmm. I've always liked light piping and figures. Transformers in particular, it's just, you know, the eyes. It really, it kind of, it pops them. Um, two things I wanted to mention, Josh, that you brought up. Uh, I would also like to say that Barricade was really cool in the first Transformers movie um, with his longer arms. Uh, I, I, he is one of the other movie masterpieces that I have. <laughs> um, I also wanted to say that I forgot to mention it brought to you by Jerry's closet. I picked up Scott Hall and Kevin Nash from the WWE superstars figures and they're great. That's all I had to say. Uh, if you wanted to dress He-Man or anybody up in NWO clothes, I highly recommend getting them. Oh man. It's just so fun. It's yeah. so fun. Mike, what did you get? Oh, I got far too much. Well, we'll start with what just came in literally before we started recording, which is the Crimson Guard Classified series, uh, G.I. Joe. Um, Very nice looking figure. You know, articulation is fine. I'm very, very gentle with posing him because of what happened with Crocmaster. His accessories are awesome. Like, he comes with a lot of accessories, and there's a place to hold all of them, which I always appreciate. Like, you know, he can store them all on his his, uh, web gear and backpack. So that's always fun. But uh, (laughs) as I showed you guys, he has one hell of a fupa, which is pretty freaking hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, But again, cool figure. It's probably going to be my last classified unless they do, I don't know, something like Night Viper or Heat Viper. I know they're supposed to be doing Range Viper. I want to see him before I pull the trigger. Um, I just have had more bad experience with Classified than good. So I'm, I'm starting to back off of it. But uh, I still think they're gorgeous looking. They're, they're very nice looking figures. Then, yeah, uh, that's, Sorry to interrupt that. I was just oh, going to no. chime in with that's the whole reason I didn't really go for Mindbender. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're nice. They, they, they look nice, but they're not... They're just not fun to pose around because they feel so damn fragile. But uh, I also picked up at GameStop because they had that mega clearance that you guys were telling me about. Um, I got the Fortnite four inch uh, scientist pinata. So I got that for like eight bucks instead of the, you know, the normal twenty dollars that the thing is. The figure is great. All the accessories are fun. That damn confetti is annoying as hell. So I was very careful when I opened it. <laughs> um, and then I got uh, I think her name is is it Paradigm? I think it is. Uh, I think so. The solo figure. She's just like yeah. in the cool robot suit. I really like that figure. That figure is awesome. I, I can't stop like fiddling with her. I keep posing her around on my desk, fighting different action figures. Um, and then I got the Ned B uh, retro collection from Star Wars, which he's just a great little robot. I, you know, I would have preferred more of a vintage collection one. Like I would have preferred if I could pose his arms a little bit, but I, I, as I said before, I love these retro figures and especially with robots, I'm fine with a five points of articulation figure. If it's a robot, um, unfortunately the other two star Wars items I got in the mail, uh, are less impressive. I got Shea Vizsla and the biker scout trooper from the vintage collection. Um, both look gorgeous, like just posed. They're beautiful looking figures. Shea Vizsla, unfortunately, it's like a grab bag of articulation. 
Um, I don't know who the hell is in charge of the Star Wars Vintage Collection, but there's no like uniform articulation for that line at all. So she has ball jointed shoulders and, you know, the normal elbow bends and swivels. Uh, She's got wrist swivels, no wrist bends. She's got the ab crunch and that's, you know, nothing else below that. Like, so no waist articulation. Then she just has thigh cuts. So no uh, ball joints or like uh, the T joint or anything. It's just a thigh cut, but she has ball jointed knees and ball jointed ankles. So you can just bend her legs forward and back, which is also uh, hindered by her uh, web gear. But then you can like pose her knees and ankles all over the place. It's very strange. Um, but her weapons are the are, are the biggest problem. Her two pistols are very gummy, like they're very pliable. And she comes with those two fire effects that you can uh, have coming out of her, her wrist mounted fire blasters like Boba Fett. Uh, the problem with that is unless you pose them just right and allow the fire blast to rest on her hand, they droop off to the side. So it just looks like these sad hanging fire drops. And it's just it's not cool. You know, to be fair, those have never worked since like the only time they ever worked for me were the episode two figures. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, so, well, the Black Series stuff has worked. OK, you yeah. know what? One worked really well for me, but it was definitely, I would say, an isolated one was the uh, Macquarie concept Boba Fett. Yes, 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 yes. That yes. one was awesome. Um, there was also what G.I. Joe was it? Was it was a blowtorch? Somebody had a, a fire effect that would stick in one of their guns. And it was again, it was hard plastic, so it it just stayed there, <laughs> you know, and it worked well. And the mega constructs figures are great with that, with the little fire effect that sticks out of the flamethrowers. Um, but this it's like it's that super soft plastic and they just droop. And just, you hear uh, that Hasbro makes stiff stuff. <laughs> right. It's like uh, it's so frustrating. The the Biker Scout Trooper, now I've always had a uh, a soft spot for the Biker Scouts. I've always thought they look, they're some of the coolest looking troops in the uh, Imperial Army. But um, it, again, his articulation, everything is fine until you get to his thighs. He has these weird like ball joints that go in on an angle. So to like move his legs, you kind of like have to rotate it to the side and then up and then move it. Like you can't just move his legs forward and back. Um, it's just, it's a strange connection. I, I, I'm not a fan of that, but the, the biggest thing that irks me with them is for 15 bucks. I mean, these are $15 figures, 14 99. He has his damn ankle holster, but he doesn't come with his fucking gun. And here's the thing that pisses me off even more. They're re-releasing this figure in a three pack and he fucking comes with his gun and a shield. You know? Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. That really, I mean, he comes with this cool, like, stun baton with a little electrical effect that connects to the top of it. And that looks great, especially uh, not on him, but I, I keep giving it to the scientist Fortnite figure or even Ned B. It looks fantastic with, like, a robot looking guy. But, you know, I mean, really, how much plastic did they save by cutting out that one little tiny, they get that mini little pistol that they all have in their ankle holster? seriously like, and how long has it been since one didn't come with that they're exactly just, like they nickel and dime the dumbest shit mm-hmm Ugh. 
I, and, you know, the smarter thing would have been to cut some articulation or I was thinking about this and they've never given an answer. And I could just assume from the evidence that they throw the molds away. Mm hmm. But if they wanted to save money and make less articulation, instead of making an all new figure, release an older one again. Yeah. But they must not reuse those molds. They must just get rid of them when they're done with them. I'll be honest. I would have I would have even been fine if the, the pistol was just molded into the holster like you couldn't remove yeah, it. It just looks weird and it's empty. Yeah, it's and I don't have any pistols that fit it. Like I've I've tried a bunch of different Star Wars blasters trying to fit one in there, and I'm like, it doesn't fit because it's specifically designed for that weird little pistol that they carry. It's like a little tiny glue gun. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. Uh, but then the, the last couple of things I got um, from the Dollar Tree, they have these cool little. What did you call them? Just were they Mars robots? I think that's what they are. I've been meaning I, to go to Dollar Tree. And get some, and I just haven't had the time. Oh my god, they're so they're so ridiculously fun. They're super articulated for a buck twenty-five, and they're just weird little robots with a uh, like a backpack piece and a ray gun. And it's like for a buck twenty-five, that's a hell of a lot of fun. I keep fiddling with all three of them. Um, that I finally got Snout Spout. I had I had ordered him on Big Bad Toy Store a while ago. Uh, he's awesome. <laughs> like. The 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 water gun feature works great. Uh, I prefer the I, it's it's weird. I prefer the look of the vintage head, but I don't like having it connected to the giant hose. So I have him with the more cartoon accurate head uh, posed on my desk. And then the other masters figure I got was I ordered P Man from Amazon when he was like four bucks. And yep. you know, for a repaint, that's a fun fucking figure. <laughs> like it really is the yeah, weird like, translucent urine yellow <laughs> if you're gonna go for a repaint go crazy yeah like some of these masters repaints are dumb where it's just like hey we got some new lines on he-man's arms like no make him fucking clear yellow yeah make him it's, polka dot like go nuts it's and it's it's just i don't know it, it, there's something about it like with the the way the the flat white paint marks pop off of that translucent yellow plastic it looks cool like even though it does it's 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 urine yellow <laughs> it's still really cool but oh, yeah that's I, it, it was a heavy week i got a lot of stuff would you say it's a heavy flow week oh indeed <laughs> <laughs> read my mind ah <laughs> oh, good times all right, so, <clears throat> guys, that's the news. We are going to go back to our game. I just need to repay Josh. That wasn't the news. Oh, that was our show and tell. <laughs> oh, God, COVID brain. Are you guys ready to play more of America's favorite game, What's Up My Ass? No, yeah. indeed. Josh, you're a Civil War reenactor. And one hell of a snazzy dancer. <laughs> uh, Mike, seeing as that you won last time again, you get to pick the topic. Let me tell you what's left on the board. Sports, history, music, and my personal favorite, food. Uh, I'm going to go with food. All right, guys, are you ready? Indeed. Yes. 
Here's your first hint. Five pounds. <laughs> is it a brisket? Five pounds is your first hint. No, it's not a brisket. You can't smoke things up your butthole. <laughs> Says you. I've been is trying it all weekend. <laughs> is it a five pound burger? No, it's not meat. Here's your next hint, guys. Milk chocolate. <laughs> Easter bunny. Well, that sounds very kinky with those pointy ears and all. No, it's not an Easter bunny or an Easter butter lamb. <laughs> Mike, would you like to guess? Is it a giant Hershey kiss? Close, but no shit is cigar. Here is your next hint. There's a letter involved. A, a uh, five-pound bag of M&Ms. God damn it, Josh. You're <laughs> a fucking genius. <laughs> Did you know that you could only buy five-pound bags of blue M&Ms in Mexico? <laughs> I did not. Did you know they're considered contraband? Uh, I didn't, but I... I, so I, I, I did I, a handstand with a funnel and just poured five pounds of blue M&M's up my keister. <laughs> oh, that's going to be fun uh, to get out of. I sound like your grandma's change jar when I walk. <laughs> <laughs> the score is now. Mike's got two points. Josh, you got one. Oh, yeah. Josh, considering that you're the winner... You get to pick the next topic. Your options are sports, music, or history. I think I'm going to pick music. Your first hint is Death Piggy. <laughs> Death Piggy, Maurice would know this answer. You say Death or death? I said death, as in dead. D-E-D-D, -D -D, dead. Death piggy. <laughs> Is it green jelly? Close, but no! <laughs> Would Is you gentlemen noir? like another hint? What, what did you say, next hint? What? One more Is time, I'm hard of hearing. Is it guar? I gave you no hints and you figured out it's guar. <laughs> nice. Did you Google search the name Death Piggy and its <laughs> no. connection to lead singer Odorous Orungus? <laughs> uh, for some reason, my brain connected close to green jelly and dead piggy with guar. Uh, and I'm so happy it was right. <laughs> I've got Beavis and Butthead's favorite band, the 1991 lineup of Guar, up my ass. <laughs> Let me tell you, you can't distinguish between the fake blood and the real blood. <laughs> oh, 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 they must love that. Okay, Josh, are you ready to meet Beefcake the Mighty? <laughs> yes. I'm coming over. His big helmet hurts my shitter. <laughs> M&M's, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. They might have eaten some up there. You know how much Gua loves those blue M&M's? 
Here we go. Uh, it's like oh. it's like reaching into a fishbowl. Oh, that's the pebbles. Just ignore those. They help me digest. I'm like a chicken. <laughs> there you go. Look, it's odorous, beefcake, just mac to gusher, and ball sack to jaws death. Maybe some extra hymens up there along with Sleazy P. Martini, but I'm keeping them prisoner. <laughs> Thanks for playing. We'll be back in a little bit for the final round. The death oh, round. Oh, oh. The lightning round of what's up my ass. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. It's going to blow my, my throat up worse than Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're back with the news. Kind of a slow week. That's right. I'm going to start off with some Super 7 teases. They're kind of rolling into their Halloween stuff, so they've got a special repaint glow-in-the-dark, I think, monster. My Pet Monster coming out from Reaction. They've teased They Live. I think it's Ultimates They Live. And I don't know why they're making it. Yeah. Um, Because people will buy it. People will buy it, but NECA just did one. I'll probably buy it now that I'm thinking about it, but um, I'm guessing it's the male-suited alien ultimate. They are making a Metal Luna mutant and no Suratu. What are your guys' opinions on these? Oh, I think those are gorgeous. I don't know that I'm buying them, but I really like both. I really like yeah. the Metal Luna mutant, but the Diamond Select one that came out a few years ago is better, I think. Because it came my, with the TV monitor. I think my biggest issue right now is wondering if they'll be, uh, if they'll have solid hips or not. Yeah, the yeah. the Ultimates hips are usually pretty bad. But looking at this figure, like, tell me it doesn't look like, take a 1970s action figure, like a basic 1970s action figure, and just up the sculpting to the nth degree. Like it kind of just has that feel of like, oh, this would have this would have been like a three and three fourth inch uh, inch figure from Mego. Yeah. <laughs> like it kind of has that look to it, and I I love the fact that it has that aesthetic, but more modern. Yeah, I definitely I could see that. Here's my concern: I'm worried that there's going to be a repaint. Like I don't want two of these, mm-hmm. and if there's the obvious glow in the dark version at some point, I'd want that more. Yeah. You know that what I mean? So I'm sort of like banking on Super 7 doing what Super 7 does, and that's repaint it. Right. Um, having said that, the packaging looks really, really good because it's a Metal Luna Mutant's head. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. It's really cool. No Seratu is in like a clear coffin. Yeah. Um, I don't like No Seratu that much because I don't think it looks that much like Max Shrek. And I also really, I'm very partial to the Silent Screamers Max Shrek Nosferatu. Like, that whole line of Silent Screamers, I think they're all perfect toys. Oh, yeah. No, those were great. So I love that Renfield. That's my Nosferatu. There's something about this figure that I'm looking at him right now on, on uh, Big Bad Toy Store. I, I really like him. Again, I'm probably not going to buy him because that's that's pricey. The Metal and, the Mutant? But, uh, either one of them. Like I, it's, I, I don't know that I'll actually pick them up because I, the, the ultimate figures I have, like Josh mentioned with the hips thing, the hips are always a problem. 
I shouldn't say always. Some of some of the figures, like my Bebop, was fine. Um, but like Muckman, um, the tur- uh, was it um, Metalhead? I couldn't think of which <laughs> which turtle I had. Uh, Metalhead, uh, the Foot Soldier, the hips are a little off on all of them. It's so, uh, apparently a problem in the newest wave of Ultimates or Turtles. Like the hips yeah. are really, really loose. Apparently, um, I was watching the Pixel Dan reviews. The Samurai, the Sewer Samurai Leo has like super wobbly hips. Like they need to tighten them up. Yeah, and then Krang apparently has the really bad uh, hips and ankles. Yeah, so. if, man, if mine shows up and it's like that, I might return it. I don't know. Like I don't want to put super glue on an Ultimates joint. Right. Yeah. You know, um, so and that's and that's the thing. And that's something that like even I, I'm pretty sure Pixel Dan even said in his review. It's like I get that a lot of people can fix these fairly easily. But at this price point, you shouldn't have to. Right. It's yeah. Like it's a premium product. These mistakes shouldn't be there or give Super 7 a chance to fix it, because sometimes they do that. Um, I just don't know if that's like too big of a fix. Uh, yeah, that seems like this seems like a pretty widespread problem, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know if they're going to like anybody that wants one, fill out this form and we will send you a newer, better corrected uh, walker. We'll see. And it also kind of cracks me up that they have no problem doing shiny paint with super articulation. Yet the Silverhawks can't have it for some reason. Um, hey, Silverhawks, fuck you. Yeah, I know. It's very weird. Uh, the He-Man four-pack, like the 40th anniversary of He-Man four-pack on the Origins bodies came out with the hilarious price point of $150 for four figures. Mm-hmm. They said it was the packaging. They said it was the Vacmental weapons, and the fans were having it, and it's still up on Mattel Creations. Nobody wants it. And it's really fucking expensive. And you know what? It's it's partially because they, you know, they got away with the the horde four pack at this price point, but it wasn't for horde axe, right? You know? Yeah. Like I like all of those he men. I would probably buy all of those he men individually, but definitely not at that price point. Oh, how you've no. already. You've already got two of those guys at retail. Yeah, essentially, right? You know, it's right. Josh brought up a, po- a very fair point. If there were four horror troopers in funny colors, $150 would be easier to swallow. The same figure four times as compared to four different He-Men. Yeah. And I don't know why. It's well, just the way it's, my brain works. It's a troop builder. Yeah. Yeah. Strange how that is. Like if they had blue, yellow, green, and purple, I would be all over it. With this, no, I don't want it. But also, if you break, you know, you divide 150 by four, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah. Speaking of greedy corporate companies, let's talk about Hasbro and their latest Hasrab, Hasrab, Haslab offering the Hell Charger. This is Robbie Riaz, the Ghost Rider, the current Ghost Rider. This is their latest offering. I am going to check how many. Uh, backers they have currently. I backed it. Um, it's $350. $349.99. Like, they took the penny off. Like, it's going to change the perception. <laughs> um, 
It's a figure with two paint apps. The Hell Charger is what they're trying to sell you on, which is, it's not even that fancy. It's got some LEDs, but it's just like a hollow plastic car. You put Robbie Riaz in, and it's a muscle car. And if it gets to 9,000 votes by the end of the week, or 9,000 backers, they'll unlock un-Ghost Rider Robbie Riaz, which is the same figure with a human head. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking, like, if I was going to get this, I'd hate to miss that if I jumped which- on it later. Which is is stupid because like why doesn't he just come with the alternate head? Yeah, uh, agreed. It's really fucking lazy on their half. Uh, and the other thing is, if you watch the video, they show off uh, the first unlockable figure, and that's Mephisto. He the it ends with his silhouette. Um, I don't really care about the car. It looks cool, but uh, it's not. This isn't a three hundred fifty dollar item, even with inflation. Two ninety nine ninety nine, I think, would be a little easier to swallow. I think what's going to make or break this is going to be the unlockable characters that they pack in with it. Um, they've already gone out and said that there won't be like a motorcycle as a as a pack in. It's all figures, which were pretty extensive with Galactus, but Galactus went crazy, and this yeah. isn't anywhere near where Galactus was. Uh, yeah. So they're at four thousand two hundred, no four thousand twenty three backers. They need. 9,000. It has 42 days. It's got two months to go. They'll get there, I think, but I don't think they're going to do this unlockable Robbie Riaz. Um, to be fair, I care less. Like, I just want Ghost Rider. I don't need his human form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, looks sort of cool. He's got different colored pants. I don't fucking know. You know? Eh. And the Hell Ghost Rider wants cool. pants, too. Yeah, so McGrundy wants pants. I think the coolest thing about all of it is there is a light bulb in the driver's seat that plugs into the back of Ghost Rider's head to make his head light up. Yeah. That's it. I mean, to be fair, that the, the car itself is a really nice, it's, it's a nicely made six-inch scale car. But is it worth that cost? Absolutely not. No. You know what? Give it to fucking Jazzwares. They'll get it out for fifty bucks. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's let's you that you are fucking one hundred percent on, man. Uh, let's look at the 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 Fortnite vehicles. That freaking the the truck, the bear. That thing is perfect for a three and three fourth inch pickup truck. You know, it's got the the workable doors. You can fit the figures in there. The workable steering wheel, working headlights, working tailgate, working little trunk, everything on it. It even has like undercarriage detailing, <laughs> like, and the damn thing retailed at thirty dollars. I'm sorry, thirty five dollars. And you know what's funny? If you stop and think about it, if you had a Marvel Legends Ghost Rider and a car, it would sell at retail. Yeah. Yep. Dumb it down. Take out the electronics. It's fine. But for yeah. whatever reason, they got to charge $350 for it because they feel like they need to. Uh, I'd be fine if this failed and I yeah. get a break from expensive, huge Marvel Legends things. Like you I know, the I multiple don't... Star Wars failures that they've had. Yeah. I don't understand why this is a HasLab. I really don't. Yeah, it's I don't either. Really weird. I, I, You get the Sentinel. You get Galactus. This, I, I don't know. It's a vehicle. It's Ghost Rider. Honestly, I feel like with the Marvel Legends stuff, they should just stick with the giant size figures for the HasLab. Like, bring out Fin Fang Foom. 
You know, let's let's do that. Let's do a celestial like stuff like that. Yeah, ju- those feel right for Haslab. But to be like, oh, hey, here's an iconic vehicle for an iconic character. Yeah, pay us the same amount as a giant figure. Fuck that. It's not even that iconic, to be honest. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it's true. It's the newest Ghost Rider. It's but more. I, it's more expensive than Mega Construct Snake Mountain. Explain that. Oof, yeah, that that is a good point. <laughs> and if the reports are true, it's a hundred dollars more expensive than fucking Eternia. That's Think crazy. That. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. That's fucking bonkers. This is the same I've, price. I've this is fifty dollars more. Rumors on that. What's that? I've been hearing back and forth rumors on that. Some some are saying like three hundred. Some are saying five hundred. But well, even. St- I'm not going to bat an eye at the price for Eternia. This Same. is $50 more than the His Tank. Ooh, that's yeah. crazy. And they own the IP. It, it's just... Uh, to further... For shame, Hasbro. Yeah, for shame. To further shit on Hasbro, they have their VHS line of X-Men characters. The newest one that's coming out is Mystique. With animated cell shading and nightcrawler as a baby and some accessories they pull the bait and switch and change the figure you get so they had mystique with new articulation and fans were excited to get that they decided to release mystique on her old body and didn't tell anybody until the last second and you had to look at the pictures carefully to see that she's got older shittier articulation oh that's people bought it that's fucked up yeah yeah um so the older articulation were like pin and socket on the elbows mm-hmm. and the, the legs weren't very thick. They were very like spindly. It's that articulation as compared to the newer double elbows that were pinless. It was a nicer figure. And they said there was some sort of factory screw up, but it, it just stinks of corner cutting from Hasbro, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, there is a new weird dark horse masters of the universe comic book coming out. Have you guys seen the pictures of this where it's like different artists yeah. yeah. Uh, some look cool. Some look like that Cartoon Network Thundercats show. <laughs> it's a little weird. Um, I'm all for it. Yeah, that, you know what? I kind of love point, that art. It, it's sort of like Masters is just going all over the place, and it's always been good, so I'm, like, trusting them. There is a NECA Elvira pinball set, which they did the same thing for Masters Universe, which is just like a Luke Craig. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles, sorry. Uh, God, I would buy Masters, Masters one. NECA. Uh, this has notably, you got some clothes, some pins, but you get red, sparkly, Toonie Terrors Elvira with huge eyeballs. Like her eyes are wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's worth 50 bucks, but um, my significant other doesn't love Elvira. So I know, Josh, See, you were. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of torn here because, like, uh, Part of me, part of me really likes it. I don't have the the Toonie Terrors. Oh no, wait, I do have Toonie Terrors Elvira. Or do I? I don't remember. I, I have her, and she she's absolutely great. The Toonie Terrors figure. figure is awesome. Yeah. But regardless, I mean, it's Elvira. Uh, either one of us would wear the T-shirt. I've got a pin collection. Uh, the patch would likely get use. I think the only thing that might get not used much as the beanie because hey texas well i would keep that for one if and when you ever come up here because i'm guessing ruth is gonna have some shock with the weather that's true that's a good call 
So she's probably going to... Um, uh, you do have some beanies, but still, you know. Who would say no to an Elvira one? Yeah. You know, she might want to overdress because she's freaking out because of the cold. Um, I can't get it. I mean, I'm not going to sp- spend 50 for the figure because there's no way I could wear an Elvira t-shirt without pissing off my wife. Um, <laughs> like, she's tolerant of Elvira. She finds her funny. But a t-shirt with a woman with gigantic boobs, not going to fly. Um... And that's nothing against Cassandra Peterson. She's a lovely person. They have showed off the Stevie Wayne figure from The Fog, which is a Shot Factory exclusive. It looks like Adrian Barbeau, but like two bra sizes too small. Like I, I want to be an Adrian Barbeau bot. Adrian Barbeau bot. Um, it looks like they use a stocked body instead of like she's not ample where she needs to be, as Adrian Barbeau is known for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lastly, there is a she figure coming out from the company that makes like dark or not dark horse. Um, don't tell me I'm going to get this lady death and all of those figures. So really? they're kind of higher end late nineties, early two thousands comic book. So they have lady death, um, Vampirella, and now they have she, but they're like 70 bucks. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of like uh, I like the characters, but I don't like them enough to buy the figures at that price. Uh, I've got the more collectibles ones somewhere; those are okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's oh, it for yeah. the news. You remember those? The more collectibles—they were like really nice looking. Yeah, yeah I had a, I had a uh, shit articulation. Yeah, like yep. <laughs> four points per guy. Um, we were going to talk about this last week. We're going to talk about it this week. What were some fun places? To play with your toys as a kid, they weren't typical places to play with your figures. You're at grandma's house. There's, you don't have your toy room. Um, take your pick. Where have you guys, what are some weird-ass places that you just had a blast? G.I. Joe's, your Turtles, your Transformers? Well, uh, for me, uh, in my, my, my one grandmother's house, she had a like built-in wall of bookshelves. So, like, her one room, like, the whole one wall was just bookshelves. And whenever we'd have a family gathering, I would be over by that wall just playing with my G.I. Joes on the bookshelf mountain. <laughs> like, and I had a lot of fun just climbing all over those shelves with my toys. Man, that sounds awesome. I, I mean, something about bookshelves. I don't know why that's they've always been fun to, like, climb figures around on, but they always are. Yeah, they I, always work. I'm a big fan of laundry chutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Um, Mike, you mentioned under steakhouse, steakhouse restaurant tables. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> the backseat of a car. Mm-hmm. Like, long car rides before Game Boy. That's what you had was action figures. Oh, yeah. Um, God knows I wanted a lot of, of long car rides. I had a fanny pack of, like, my to-go bag of action guys. But it was always, like... Street Fighter G.I. Joe's for some reason were the ones that I always brought with me. Because um, those are the ones that, like, you like, but you don't care as much if you lose. Yeah, pretty I much. I was just going to say that. E. Honda, Sagat, Blanca. It was just good. Like, I just had guys beat the shit out of each other for hours on end. Mm-hmm. Goro. Um, I played Deep in the Woods with my toys, <laughs> which is just kind of, like, oddly terrifying. I remember my brother had, like, you play soccer, and I'd have to go, and I could care less about soccer. So I had, like, a bag of G.I. I, I was too old. Let me preface this. So I was, like, 
11, probably. Mm-hmm. But I brought like a grocery bag full of fucking G.I. Joe stuff and just decided to go into the woods for three hours during a soccer <laughs> tournament to have a G.I. Joe battle deep in the forest. And I remember getting caught by somebody else that was bored. And I was just like laying on my stomach playing with G.I. Joe's in the woods. <laughs> And then being like, what are you doing out here? And just being like, I gotta go! And then like, just picking my <laughs> shit away. up and running. <laughs> like, I'm embarrassed! Bye! Yeah, that was an awkward age when, when you were socially too old to be playing with toys, but you were still wanting to play with toys. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely man, had like a, lot, a lot of those. That's tough. <laughs> oh, now I just openly admit it. I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, I got action figures. Yeah, I play with them. Fuck you. <laughs> I do not care if people if grown ass adults can get so damn excited over a football game, you know, then I can get excited about G.I. Joe's. Like, yeah. Yep. What the it's, fuck? This, the thing is, your hobbies are your hobbies. Like what you like. But now, as far as the uh, playing with figures outside, there were two places that I had a shitload of fun. Number one was when I lived on 22nd Street. My old front yard, we had this big lilac tree and we had like a couple bushes and stuff. So during the summertime, it was like this great jungle landscape. And then in the winter, all the snow would pile up in the front yard because it was like, you know, no one's going to shovel the front yard. We're like, fuck it, you know, shovel the sidewalk, (laughs) shovel the walkway, (laughs) leave the front yard piled up. So I'd get out there with all of my snow G.I. Joes. So especially Snow Serpent version two with the snowboard. And I he would make an amazing figure. Oh, I love that figure so much. But I would make these big like snow hills with like burrows and tunnels through them. Me too. And I'd, I'd have him like skiing down on his snowboard. I had that. Um, I forget what vehicle it was. I think it was called the Blizzard. It was that. It's completely nonsensical. It came out in the early nineties. It, it was have like the the drone plane that came off the back. No, no, no. It or was someone that shot the discs. No, 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 this is the one that had, like, the two giant spiked wheels and, like, the open, oh. <laughs> like, the open cage. And yes. it's like, how does this make sense for Arctic travel? But whatever. Um, but that thing rolled really good. <laughs> so it's like, if you made a, a, a tunnel or, like, a ramp in the snow, that sucker would go flying down it. So I had a lot of fun playing with that in my front yard. And then the other place was uh, one of my friends when I was a little kid. I, I mentioned this before. That uh, he his family had a bunch of cottages in Shirkston, and there were these sand dunes that we used to go and play on. And again, we would make like tunnels through the sand dunes using like toilet paper rolls and and uh, paper towel rolls. And there would just be like these little shoots that we would send GI Joes flying out into the sand dunes. <laughs> so we had a lot of fun playing with that. I took my GI Joes into a an active construction site. Oh, in a housing track because it looked fun <laughs> because there was all these basements that were digging. So I was like, oh, wow, it's like ancient Egypt. And I remember getting shooed off by construction workers like, hey, you can't get out of here. You must have tripped and fell. I think I lost I mean, like, a muskrat figure when that happened too. I was still really pissed about it. You're not wrong about it being like that, though. Right. I, you know, I had, you know. Growing up as a toy-obsessed weirdo, you don't have a ton of friends, and you're kind of, like, obsessed with your little action figure universe for longer than you'd like to admit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we can't forget the bathtub. Oh, yeah. Um, 
another man's ass. Um, <laughs> Which is one of the best. Who needs a Sarlacc pit? You got one at home. What about DIY uh, accessories? True. If you guys, you need accessories, you don't have them. One came well, to mind immediately, Mike, when you brought this up. And I bet you we all had the same thing. Okay. The little swords that you get at the bar for the cocktails. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Did so your those parents spend a lot of time at bars and just take you with them? Uh, no, but the, I was on a bowling league for my entire childhood and my parents bowled every Saturday. So like while I was bowling, like a lot of times my dad would go over and talk to the bartender because he knew him from his league. And like I would often get the little plastic swords from there because <laughs> yep. my dad was talking to the bartender. He'd be like, oh, here. <laughs> and he would just give me the swords. I had a problem. I'd rather hang out at Duckside Bars. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hate that G.I. Joe's never had proper swords. So mm. they had katanas once Snake Eyes 4 got them. Three or four, like the Commando Neon Commando got like two katanas. Yep. But you never had a proper like sword and sorcery double-edged sword. But if you had those cocktail swords, it was close enough. Oh, yeah. Um, I used to steal those from the bar. Not saying my parents were neglectful and they went to the bar all the time, but maybe they did. Um, <laughs> the umbrellas. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with those. I was obsessed with the concept of like a hero is shipwrecked somewhere and he has to make makeshift weapons. Yep. So I said sharpen yeah. sticks. Um, <laughs> I was also obsessed with balloons and making like hot air balloons. Oh, so yeah. You go to like you go to a restaurant that give you a balloon because you're a kid. And the first thing I do over and over like an idiot was try to float my toys. It never worked because it was one balloon. <laughs> but I had to try. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? What, what did you use? Um. Well, one of the things that, that I did a lot was uh, masking tape and rubber bands to make casts on my G.I. Joe's arms. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I did that a lot. Um, and then I also, same thing with the masking tape. I would take masking tape and pipe cleaners and make stretchers. Because you could wrap the pipe cleaners around the ends of the G.I. Joe hand so they were like permanently holding it. And you could, you know, stick a guy on the on the stretched apart masking tape just fine. So I had like all this medic equipment <laughs> made out of masking tape, pipe cleaners and rubber bands. I had guys that were like broken mm-hmm. thumbs and stuff that I just didn't care enough to like fix. And I made them like amputees. Oh, yeah. You know I what I did? Tape up their stumps. Honestly, what I did with a couple of those, because I had a few figures that had like not just the broken thumb, but literally like the broken fingers where it was just like a stumpy hand. I took uh, toothpicks and clipped them down to like claws and just taped them on their hand. So they had a claw hand. Oh, that's fun. That's really cool. I never (laughs) did that. That's that's kind of a cool idea. (laughs) I had so much fun with that. Did you guys ever use like your mom's marital aids? (laughs) <laughs> no, no sandworms. No. Uh, okay. Yeah, no. I can't say. Find can't that episode if you want that. some laughs. <laughs> now, uh, I think I I know I told this story once before, like the, using the empty uh, Pepsi bottles and turning it into a, a, a crazy chemical lab and spilling yep. it all over my table. But one of the things I also did, I I don't know if I told this before, but I made a mutant module for my Ninja Turtles. 
out of an empty Ooh. two liter bottle. No. So I took that, I wrapped it in um, poster board, made like a, a little cone and you taped it to the end of it, just took a Sharpie marker and drew a drill on there and then cut a flap in the side of it so I could open it and close it. And then just made like rolled up poster board, little treads on the sides, taped this thing all together, hot glued it. You know, it was cobbled together. Clearly, like you could see tape and glue. But I had so much fun. And this is before they made the toy. So, but, you know, the mutant modules were in the freaking cartoon since episode like two. Yeah. So, you know, I wanted one so bad. And it was it was cool because you could just open it up, throw your figures in, close it up. And you couldn't see them in there. You just knew that they were in there. So that was like one of my go to vehicles that I made. And again, I used a lot of like empty soda bottles and cardboard boxes to make bases and vehicles. Um uh, to, uh, we were children and had imaginations. You know, exactly. A, a big go-to that I wish they still made these because I loved them as a kid. With the that. eggs that your mom's pantyhose came in, the legs eggs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, those were great. <laughs> those were any fun. any mutant monsters if they fit inside, I would dump some slime on it, crack it open, and have them come out. You know, even though like it split perfectly down the middle, it was just like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I also used to make uh, like little huts and um, bunkers out of milk cartons and Kleenex boxes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had um, I used to take cinder blocks, the hollow ones Mm -hmm. and make forts with like bits of wood. I made like punji pits or a punji like spike pits Mm -hmm. and then cover them up with leaves and have guys following them and get like fake impaled. (laughs) Um, I made like cages out of sticks. It was very like, you know. Uh, missing in action Vietnam heavy. <laughs> I remember one time in particular getting in a lot of trouble with my parents um, because I did. I, I forget what you call it, where you, you take it's like just flour. It's flour, something else and, and water. I forget the other ingredient, but it, it's basically like gack. Yo, you mer- yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's contact solution, glue, flour. Uh, Is borax. It, well, no, see, yeah, it, back, de- back definitely wasn't. Day. Oh, God, Josh. Yeah, back in the day, it was just uh, a flour, uh, water, and I believe cornstarch. I that's what it was. Yeah, it was like I, your own Play-Doh. Yeah, because I didn't have borax or contact solution or any of that. But I took, <laughs> I took a bunch of flour and cornstarch and water, and black food coloring, and made like this ball of tar, and then I dug a hole in the backyard and filled it in there. And I had a bunch of like Jurassic Park dinosaurs and G.I. Joe's and it was like a tar pit. And my dad got pissed because he came to mow the lawn and there was this giant hole (laughs) with like hardened goop in it. Oh, man. First, first of all, that's awesome. That's an awesome (laughs) idea, like a tar pit. Mm -hmm. And it's also hilarious that you, you just had this trench that you dug in your backyard. And I just left it, though, so that I got in trouble. Uh, you, were you guys obsessed with digging holes? Because I was as a kid. Oh, absolutely. I had. I wouldn't say obsessed, but I definitely dug a lot. I had a hole, just one hole, <laughs> that I loved. We, we took a pool down, so we had, like, this big patch with no grass. And I kept, like, digging little by little. Now, it was only, like, two feet deep. But mm-hmm. that was always, like, my, goal to, my go-to hole. The hole <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Tell know how about this it. hole that you loved. <laughs> it was my favorite hole. <sighs> it was my hole. I dug it myself. 
<laughs> now, we also had in my in my house, this is another one I got in trouble for a lot. We had those old vents uh, where it was literally just like metal grating between the second floor and the first floor. There was, it was just like airflow vents. Um, and if you took the screw out, you could like remove the whole thing. So there was just like a square that went between the floors with like metal siding. So I would be up in my bedroom and I would remove the, <laughs> the, the hole, like the grating. And I would have a little pit in the middle of the floor and the GI Joes would fall into the living room. So my dad would be cooking dinner and just hear like shit hitting the floor. <laughs> and would come in the next room and be like, damn it, Michael, put the grate back on. <laughs> I'm picturing you taking a dump. <laughs> shitting through the upstairs floor onto the floor below. Oh man! But it, those that vent also sucked because anytime me and my brother got into an argument or something, my parents could like hear it perfectly. So of course, you know, one of us would be like "fuck you," and then you would just hear like someone stomping up the stairs, like "oh shit, I'm in trouble," you know. So that's. Oh, uh, you'd have the sudden parent coming up, being like "language." Yep. And what did I hear you say? <laughs> Panic. Oh, man. But yeah, that, that was a lot of fun, even though I got in trouble for it all the time. Um, and the, <laughs> I think I told you guys this one in the house that we moved into on Third Avenue. There was like a wall vent that wasn't in use anymore. Like when they re like they put in all new like heating duct work. This one was just closed off. Like there was still the little grate in the wall, but it went to nothing. So it was just like a, a little dip that was like clear like uh, sealed off so i used that as my airlock i would pretend like i'd build you know take cardboard boxes and like styrofoam and whatnot and make like the interior of a spaceship and of course that would be where i would jettison the aliens <laughs> so mm. i would just like throw them in that hole it was a lot of fun a lot of hole throwing yes a lot of hole Holes. play oh, yeah <laughs> Something oh, that you know, oh. parents need to know about their little boys is that they like holes. Putting, I, I think we have an episode title, Hole Play. I have, uh, what do I have written down? Extra wood. <laughs> also full of innuendo. <laughs> it's the wood that makes it good. So guys, we're in the final sweat. We're in the final stretch. I know people playing at home love this game. But who's going to win, Josh or Mike? Ah, we're tied. We've got two final categories. Maybe it'll be a tie. Maybe you both get home, both get to take home a new car. Woo! Is is there one in your butthole? You'd be surprised how cavernous my asshole is. <laughs> I'm your host, Rusty Colin. And Josh, because you won the last one, there's only two categories left. Are you ready to pick your Category. I am so ready, Rusty. Sports or history? History. All right, here we go. Here's your first hint. The Bible. I feel like... Bible, yes. Like what were you saying? I said I feel like any answer is going to be sacrilegious. Do you no, have not really, not really, out of no, touring I, in your I was rap. considerate. 
of our religious listeners. <coughs> Don't worry. Any guess is perfectly fine. <laughs> Do you have the Shroud of Turin in your ass? No. Jesus' burial, Turin, blanket, whatever that thing is, is not up my pooper. <laughs> and if anybody's offended, we'll blame it on Dawn. Dawn <laughs> DeRazio, you talk to her. <laughs> Mike, any guesses? Is it a Roman centurion? No, it's not a Roman centurion or Pontius Pilate. Not up my ass. <laughs> Damn it, that was my guess. <laughs> Would you guys like another hit? Yes. Yes. Wood. Your next <laughs> hint is wood. Is it a cross? Wrong again. That would be offensive. <laughs> is it the Ark of the Covenant? Close, Josh. But no, is, poop shapes the guy. Is it Noah's Ark? Winner, winner, butthole <laughs> dinner. It's two of, two of a every one bottle. in 244th scale replica of Noah's Ark shoved up my ass. Now, mind you, I couldn't get two of every animal, so we've got two hamsters that have to repopulate the hamster race. <laughs> up my butt. Mike, you're winning three to two. There's only one category left. The hardest of the categories. Yay, That's sports ball. Sports. sports ball. Are you guys ready for your first hint? Yes. Yes. 1985 is your first hint. Mickey Mantle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about sports, but I think he was dead in 1985. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Mike. Oh god. Would you like to guess? I don't I I know nothing about sports. Um nineteen eighty five I I have no idea. Um, 1985, yeah! <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna go with it's the Bears. <laughs> How the fuck did you just pull that out of nowhere? Are you serious? <laughs> it's the 1985 <laughs> Chicago Bears. I had a bunch of William Refrigerator Perry hints lined up <laughs> to try to string you along. Your next hint was football on a stick. Oh my god, I was literally just doing that SNL bit that the Bears. The Bears. <laughs> That's all it was. For those in the know, the Chicago Bears won the Super Bowl in 1985. <laughs> and that is the only football knowledge that I know. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Because I had the G.I. Joe William Refrigerator <laughs> Perry, and I thought he was cool as shit. <laughs> Congratulations, Mike. You're the winner. Yay! Two of a delicious Krispy Kreme gift card that I shoved up my ass. I hope there's a Krispy Kreme by you. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were going to pull out a Krispy Kreme donut from your ass. Sure, why not? Can you guess the flavor? <laughs> Chocolate? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know where the sprinkles came from. It's maple glazed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It's cream filled. 
<laughs> oh, that's even worse. Who knows what it is? Is it an injection? An infection? Did Guar have something to do with it? Only Josh knows. Thanks for <laughs> playing. Full of M&M. my ass. America's favorite game show sensation. I'm your host, Rusty Colon. Maybe I'll be back. Maybe I won't. Thanks for playing. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, I can't. I don't know if I can do that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, that is freaking hilarious. I, like I said, I literally was just like, uh, sports, sports. I know nothing about sports. The Bears. You guys were just like out of thin air. War? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like this random thing that makes no sense. It's the answer. The 1985 Chicago Bears. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you want to come up with a script for another time, I could continue with Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Okay. All right. Anybody can be rusty. You just got to be willing to put things in your asshole. <laughs> if anyone wants to wonder about it, I got the name because my butthole itself is rusty. That's right. <laughs> the rust oh. is actually blood. <laughs> I can't wait to have all of our special guests participate in this inappropriate game show segment <laughs> my Art. rust comes <sighs> car parts because i have a carburetor in my anus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord you guys That's ready for fun. the hall of fame absolutely i think so that frenchy won uh not a very close second i thought it would get more votes but monster high uh it was like 70 to 30 percent so <laughs> fat bastard it's fucking food fighters. Yep. I, I it's gonna win. Uh per the rules, Josh, you were the winner. Who do you pick for your Hall of Fame entry? Oh, you guys are gonna fucking hate me. <laughs> what do you got? Because I got I got something I got a follow up that's that's probably just unbeatable. All right. The Dracula McNugget. Oh, you oh, bastard. Did you guys hear the rumors that the buckets on are coming back? I did hear that rumor. Wait, what's coming back? The buckets. The buckets. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's definitely unbeatable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That came out with my bag. Chicken nuggets. And I just dropped it on the table. Chicken nuggets in like two out of three weeks. I was chicken nuggets kid. What can I say? (laughs) Damn. Well, I I I don't know. Well, (laughs) I'll throw mine out there, Mike. I'll give you a second to think. Okay. I wanted this last week, and I I didn't mention it. I want the McFarlane Gravedigger figure with Bendy Demons. A tombstone backpack, a string of like bones, mm-hmm. and a fucking shovel. Oh, that's such a good figure. One of my favorite toys of all time. Yeah, it's funny because I originally had a McFarlane figure lined up again. I was going to say, I'm going to go McFarlane again this week, but I don't know. You got that chicken nugget to try to beat. <laughs> I'm trying I mean, to think. Could, there's probably a Masters of the Universe character you could pick or like. 
a just go like a Freddy toy or a Jason toy or a Leatherface toy. If you I really think, wanted to throne Josh, you know the one I was actually thinking that could go toe to toe with the chicken nuggets. I we might have already picked it. It's a generic toy, that, but the rubber monster finger puppet toys that used to get at like the dentist or the doctor's office. We've never. Oh done. yeah. We've never done those. We've never done those. The little wiggly rubber finger puppets. No. All right, there you go. Monster finger puppets. Josh, <laughs> this is a battle of the ages. <laughs> uh, I consider those a an art form. Those little rubber finger puppets. Like every time I see them, I have to get them, and it's been that way since I was a kid. They I don't fit them. my finger right. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I just, they're the best. Like the duck bill. And the wiggly arms. Yep. Chef's kiss. Josh, I'm voting for that. <laughs> I'm you sorry. Know, uh, yeah, I might have to, too. So I- I'm just going to throw this out there. If we can figure out a way to do a replica kind of Pikmin's thing with that. Josh. <laughs> make it the finger puppets. Make it the thing. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, yeah my, the wheels are turning. I was like, that might be difficult. I don't, I don't know, because like, because you you know all the materials. I know nothing about that. I'm just, I just throw designs out there. <laughs> you know how like what's old is new again, and everybody's always looking for that new like style, that new form figure, form factor. Mm-hmm. Finger puppets are an untapped gold mine. Just saying. Mm. Uh, mm. Plus, you get you stick your fingers in it. Right. <laughs> You can make the rusty colon finger puppet <laughs> so everybody can play at home. See, this is how we can we can segue. It can be pool boy log, <laughs> but you can put them on your finger for extra action feature. That's funny. <laughs> oh, Lord, that's just wrong. Oh, dear. Uh, who's fingering the pool boy log? <laughs> Uh, and have like the Mother's Choice Award on it. Yeah. <laughs> Toy of the Year. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh. We are going to tap out early because my basement has some water in it and I have to go shop vac it out. Oh, we'll fun. be back next week. I would and... use my ass. That's right. If you want the at home version of Rusty Colon's What's in My Ass, just reach out to me and get a free prize. I have neck of shit galore. Nobody wants it. Nobody just says like, hey, I'm a new listener. I like free things. I guess you don't like free things, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck you. Uh, we'll be back next week, and I swear, I promise, coming soon, we are going to have Bad Ronald. So, yes. Don't worry, it's coming. We just have to get the stars aligned, and uh, Dawn is off doing Dawn stuff like she likes to do. So as soon as she's free, we are going to watch it. And convince you to watch it, probably. So, we'll be back. This is Mike saying, play with your toys. This is Josh saying, play with your butthole. Don't put a Prius in your butt. (laughs) Aww. Aww. All right, everybody. Thanks. Uh, We'll be back next week. Bye.
Count Creepy dot com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C O U N T K R E E P Y. Ah.